What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Bird, the podcasting coach here. In this episode, we are going to talk about how to bankroll your brilliance. How do you take the knowledge, the expertise that you have, and turn it into multiple streams of income? That is the focus of this episode. We are joined by a guest who works with entrepreneurs to create multiple streams of income from what they already know in order to build an empire from their expertise. She is also a nationally recognized transformational speaker, bankroll your brilliance expert, and best-selling author of four books, with the most recent one being Find Your Fierce. Our guest who joins us in this episode is none other than Nicole Roberts-Jones. Nicole, welcome to the show. Yeah, excited. You know, you make me feel so, I'm like, who's he talking about? Yes, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Nicole, certainly is a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success and diversifying, having the income streams, being able to do it with your expertise. That is a sweet spot for a lot of people on Breakthrough Success. So I'm sure you guys tuning in, I do appreciate you guys so much and hope you guys do and guys and gals uh, do enjoy this episode. So there are so many different ways to build up income, courses, books, coaching, mm -hmm. services. Mm -hmm. How do we figure out where to start with packaging our knowledge into some of these income streams? Well, first, it's really getting clear on what the problem is you solve for, because you're not everybody's answer, but you're somebody's answer. So I see so many entrepreneurs or people that want to start a business and they do what they see everyone else out there doing, starting online programs. But if you're not clear, then a confused mind doesn't buy, which means you spend all that time and all that energy creating programs or products and no one's saying yes to it because you're not clear. So first is getting clarity. I love that. You're not everyone's answer, but you're someone's answer. That is a great way to view the whole research phase where you figure out what it is you're going to do. So many people, they just say, I'm going to create for everyone. If you have a pulse, you are a potential customer. But no, you have to really develop a criteria and figure out who your offer is for. Then we could talk about income streams later, but Mm -hmm. How do we gain that clarity to say, oh, like someone in their 40s who has these interests, who is a parent or isn't a parent, like how do we get clear on that type of avatar? Sure. So I have what I call a four-step fierce framework. Now, let me first tell you why I call it fierce, because that's like a, a silent thing that's present here. So many of you all should probably know who Beyonce is, right? So when she started her solo career, she called herself Sasha Fierce. And so I was watching Beyonce one day, hating on her just a little bit. And as I was hating on her a little bit, what dropped in my spirit is you have fierce too. I'm like what, right? And so in, that, in those moments when I started really contemplating what that meant, here's what it means. Think about who Beyonce is. When she's standing in the full power of who she is, her giftedness, right? She's unapologetic. And so it's really my goal, any person that I have the, the privilege, the pleasure and privilege mixed together <laughs> to work with, that they stand fully in their gift, right? And then learn all the ways it should be paid for. So there's four steps is why I said all that. So you guys understand where fierce came from. A fella say ferocious. I know you won't be fierce, but don't miss your, your blessing because you're mad because I'm saying fierce, right? So funny, uh, real quick, my husband, I was trying to mark, I was trying to tell my husband, you know, you could be fierce too. And he was like, I could be a whole lot of stuff for you, but I will not. Be fair. So I had to let that go. So anyway, so the four steps are this. Step number one is passion. 
Like, what are you passionate about? What could you do hour upon hour upon hour in a day and never get paid for it, right? The second step is what are you proficient in? Like, what are you really, really great at? Those two have to correlate, right? You can't have one without the other, right? In Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, um, she wrote about the fact that she was really great as a lawyer, but she hated it. So that means her passion and her proficiency weren't correlating, okay? So once you're clear on what those two, the intersections are, the third P is what problem does it solve? Now, I got to this particular framework at a time in my business where I was quite honestly failing. Now, I look successful on the outside. I'm going to tell a real quick story, Mark, and I promise you I'm a hush because, you know, I talk for a living, so please interrupt me. Um, so I've been doing this for 27 years this year, even though I'm still 28. But anyway, so some 17 years in, I had a uh, for-profit and a non-profit at that time. So in my for-profit, I had, uh, well, see, let me say it this way. In my non-profit, I had um, 10 chapters in 10 states working with teenage girls. We need to help them understand their giftedness and how to create a career around it. In my for-profit, coaching women, sorry, fellas, I do coach uh, men too, but 90% of my clients are women. So I had a 100% coaching client roster. Me, I couldn't take another client. So I thought, okay, I'm going to write my first book. So in 2010, my first book came out. So I'm saying that because that's when I started getting all these invitations to speak. And I'm telling you all of that because I had gotten my business 17 years in, the exact place I wanted it to be, the place I had dreamed about. But here's the thing. I was only making $13,000 a year. Uh-huh. And so to make a really long story short, I realized I had taken myself as far as I could take myself. I realized on the other side of it, and I'll tell you how I got to the other side, that I hadn't really got clear on my fierce framework. Because then, and I love how you said everybody, you love that, because then let me tell you what I used to say. I help women maximize their potential, and I work with women from 17 to 70. What's a 17-year-old got to do with a 70-year-old? Nothing. So because of that, my business was failing, failing badly. 17 years, I should have given up, but thank God I didn't. So to make an even longer story short, I, I you know, prayed, Lord, if this is really you, you better show me something. Found out about a free webinar, joined that webinar, and invited me to an event, paid for a ticket to that event, met my coach at that event. Now, I had never invested in myself up until that point. Mm -hmm. My coach cost 30000 Yeah, my pro, I told you I made 13000 in my business. So yes, I had a daytime job, by the way. So what I realized in working with my coach is I had not set up strategy around my gift. And that is the answer to your question is that so many people do whatever, whenever, however, or they do what other people are doing. But if it's not in alignment with your gift, you know, it takes time to walk through the framework. So passion, proficiency, what problem does it solve? And then create profit from it. That is where I was missing. So literally in that year, working with my coach, getting clear, I went from 13,000 to 200,000 within six months. And I've been growing wow. by leaps and bounds ever since. And I do want to ask about that because 13,000 to 200,000 in six months, that's going to be the thing that grabs a lot of people's attention. Like, I want to learn how to do that too. Mm -hmm. uh, on that path, like, can you talk more about that? Like, did you already have an audience, but you just weren't engaging with them in the best way? And like, what, what was your like offer structure like? Because sure. people will want to know that type of. Sure. So here's the uh, thing. It wasn't about my offer structure that I was failing. It wasn't about the fact that I didn't have multiple ways people could say yes to me that I was failing. The reason my business was failing is because I was very vague. Mm -hmm. 
right? I was speaking to 17 to 70. So if I'm speaking to a group like that, that's a huge conversation. So what happens is nobody feels like they're resonating with me because I'm not laser focused in my conversation. So for me, I had to get laser focused. So when I say conversation, that's in everything I do. That's from my, my, my marketing. And by the way, I call it relationship building, right? That's your marketing, your sales pages, even your programs. So for my program, the programming that I already had, <laughs> It was so doggone vague. First of all, when you when I say I help you maximize your potential, does that sound like anything anybody thinks they need? No, because you get that for free at church on Sunday. So really, it wasn't about my offer structure or any of that that was bad. It was my messaging that was totally off. Yeah, and just to further on that, 17 to 70, uh, you have a lot of like, if you're in business... <laughs> And you want to help people like build up streams of income. A lot of 17 year olds, they may not be thinking that way, or they, if they are thinking that way, they're thinking of like saving money, doing a lot of research. And, and here's the thing too, Mark, a 17 year old that I'm helping, I'm helping them get in college or figure out what their career path is. Yeah. That's what you're, is, yeah. Is, is, is retiring right? If not already retired, that's two totally different conversations. There's no yeah. way I can blend those two conversations into one conversation. Exactly. <laughs> There's different things that a lot of 17 year olds have going on that a lot that are different from what 70 year olds have going on. There are some outliers, but again, yeah. you do have to think about who your target audience is rather yeah. than being super broad. And as we can see for Nicole, it really did help her out. Uh, when it comes to bankrolling your brilliance and creating these different offers, I know you mentioned you eventually wrote a book because you have to say no to some coaching clients because you have so many coming in. Mm -hmm. Where do we start? Because a book is something, for instance, where it doesn't take extra time once you finish it, mm -hmm. but you could charge more for a coaching client even though it is kind of a trading time for money. So what's your advice for people like wondering where to start to maximize their income? So one, you have to have strategy. So I call it having a blueprint. I just redid the house I grew up in, right? Um, and so excited, but I gutted it all the way out and there were things I wanted to do, but here's the thing. If I decided, ooh, I'm going to get the latest flooring because I watched uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines and I saw the flooring uh, yes, that yes, they had, right? Love them. Right. Great. So I said, oh, I'm gonna get the floor that they just put in that house. And then that flooring didn't go with the walls, didn't go with the roof. Guess what would happen? My house would crash and burn any kind of weather happened. Right. But that's what we do. We go by this sales program and it could be a good sales program. But again, if you're not clear on your target market or on your niche, that sales program is not going to work for you. So it's getting it's creating what I call a blueprint from your brilliance. So really getting clear on who it's for how it serves them, the predictable result you create for that person. Because at the end of the day, they don't care what you're going to do. They want to care what are they going to get at the end of their time. But you've got to be able to also articulate what are we going to do to get there? That's the blueprint. And so instead of just doing whatever, whenever, however, your blueprint then pretty much should be the foundation to everything. So like my, this book, my Find Your Fierce book, my, my blueprint wrote this book, right? So the first book, which I was learning myself, but I didn't know myself the way I know myself now, is only the first step in my blueprint. 
And I'm sharing that because once I started really getting clear on the predictable result I create, my conversation changed. I didn't change. What I teach didn't change. It got more laser focused. Mm. So it's really creating that blueprint in your business. And here's the other thing. And I see so many people do this. And I'm saying this with love, y'all. But I did it too. So let me just go ahead and out myself. How many of you guys have a free notebook? From all the free webinars, I go to this webinar and I go to this webinar and I go to this webinar, but none of the information goes together. So you've got to hire a coach. So why, why am I saying that? And listen, you've got to hire a coach that you feel resonates with you. And that person has to be 10 steps ahead of where you're going. Because for me, when I hired my coach, she could see in my blind spots. Listen, my daytime job, I was an adjunct professor. I had a master's degree. And I'm only saying that because I kept saying, I should know how to do this, but I didn't, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So my coach had to say, have you looked over here at your gift? I'm like, oh, and all this stuff right here, what is that, right? She started showing me me, but I didn't see all the holes I had in my own blueprint. So that's what I would say is one, you've got to get a blueprint. Second, you've got to invest at the level to which you want to see the return. I know that my business grew because I invested 30,000. Was I scared? Yes. Could I afford it? No, but I couldn't afford not to do it. But because I invested 30 in that coach, I made 200,000. So I had more than doubled that investment. And I really love what Nicole says there because for some people, coaching makes the most sense because you charge like higher rates versus a single book sale. But if you do publish enough books, you could get a really solid stream of book sales. It's a long-term game. And then the book sales eventually surpass what you could make as a coach. So it is just getting clear on that blueprint. I really like how you mentioned Chip and Joanna Gaines, not just because I like the show, but because it kind of <laughs> leads into something. Uh, I, a while ago, I interviewed someone from Waco, Texas, mm -hmm. and she was there before Chip and Joanna Gaines, like mm -hmm. became really big with their show. Mm -hmm. And she mentioned that ever since that show, like Waco, Texas has become like a main hub and there's so many more people that go there. You got a lot more people moving in that space. Mm -hmm. I bring that up because you have people who they look at this person who went from zero to six figures and they see what they did. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I want to do that too. And mm -hmm. I will do this. I will follow their blueprint. Right. So how can we follow our blueprint, what we're supposed to do and not fall into the trap of following someone else's blueprint? It doesn't work out for us. And then we're just confused and stuck. I love that you asked me that. So I don't know if you, cause I think I'm a little older than you, Mark. So I don't know if you know who Millie Vanilli is. So Millie Vanilli is a group, you guys that are making me feel, oh, please Google who Millie Vanilli is. They are a group that came out in the nineties, right? And they won a Grammy. And as soon as they won their Grammy, I actually have a picture of them with their Grammy awards. It's uh, two guys, right? Soon as they won their Grammy award, I can't remember if it was their manager or their agent came out and said they lip synced on that track, right? which means they were not singing. So what happens is if I give you my blueprint, Mark, and you go do what you do with my blueprint, it won't work because you weren't made to be me and I'm not made to be you. It's like you're lip syncing on my track and vice versa if I took your blueprint. So you can't just come in and follow someone. That's why I said you go on all these free webinars, but when you don't, aren't, you don't sit and get clear on who you be, and I'm gonna say be, it's not going to work. And that takes, to be honest with you, I've been doing this now for 27 years. Mind you, I've been making money for 10 of those 27. I'm very transparent, by the way. That's why I'm passionate about it because it took me way too long to figure it out. But you've got to get with a coach that can help you see who you are, right? 
not giving you a cookie cutter because some coaches do that too. Mm -hmm. And it, like, if you get a sales script and it leaves out your secret sauce, it's not going to work. But a sales script that allows you to be who you are and it does work and there's a big difference. So that's really to me. And just to answer the other thing in regards to multiple streams of income. So one of those ways to make money, especially those of you that are alongsiders, I don't call it side hustle because hustle has pimp and prostitute mm -hmm. in the definition in the dictionary, so I don't call it side hustle, right? Because I don't want you to pip your mm. gift. <laughs> but those of you that are still working a nine to five, the way you're gonna make money to be able to quit your nine to five is to make money while you sleep. So what I mean by that is you've got to have some kind of online program where you're not present. So if you, and by the way, the reason my business only made 13,000, transparent moment, is because I was only coaching, which means I had to be present for all the money I was making. I had to actually be there to implement it. Whereas if you have an online program, listen, I have clients in Singapore and Aruba that I've never met in person, but went through my online program. So you've got to have a methodology that includes some ways that you don't have to be present in order for you to make more income. And that's exactly what you have to do in the long term also. Like in the short term, it's more of a let me accumulate money, do whatever I have to do to accumulate. But in the long term, you do want to be making money in your sleep. You do want to be making it while you're exercising and you can do that with the programs, with the books, with affiliate marketing. There's a lot of different ways to do it, but that yeah. is the long-term goal where at that point, you just have so much more control. You could really set your own hours. You could really take like more days off if you feel like okay. it because you have all of this money coming in, but it really starts with as Nicole's been emphasizing, figure out what the blueprint is for you, not what's been working for someone else and then dupe it, but what is working for you and then build upon it. Yeah. You know, uh, a couple of years ago, I like to use this as an example. I typically between Thanksgiving and Christmas is pretty slow for me only because I travel so much. And so I don't like try to do a lot of business. I'm being honest again. And so a couple of years ago, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I went to Rome, to Barcelona, to uh, to uh, Denver, to Dallas, and then to Jamaica for Christmas. Wow. And all of that travel and my business generated $87,000 and I wasn't present. So I'm sharing that with you because that really is the game changer, is, is getting clear, having a strategy in place from that blueprint, and then being able to create income where you're not present. And just so like, because I feel like a lot of people would love to have that type of schedule from Thanksgiving to Christmas. So I just want to check. <laughs> right. Is it? Is That's it, not common. I don't usually travel that yeah, much. But yeah. it, I mean, it's not common, but just to have that ability. Um, mm -hmm. Is it like a Facebook ad structure or is it some other process for getting clients or it's getting It's all people? different. It's all different. So it depends on what you are emphasizing at that time. Now, at that time in my business, I, I wasn't emphasizing anything. So because I'm a speaker, I'll be honest with you, I get a lot of people that follow me from doing things like this and speaking at events. And so when people follow you and you put out an offer, even if it's an online offer, people will buy it. But here's the thing I want you to get. Just because you build a program today and put an offer out tomorrow, is the, listen, only 2% convert up front. Mm -hmm. So it takes you, I call it building a relationship. So had my husband come to our first day with my ring, I would have thought this man is crazy. I would have called one of my girlfriends like, girl, come get me this man. It's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got to date them for a while. And because I'm always dating people, right? Right now, some of you guys were on our first day, right? Mark, Mark, we're on our first day. So, 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 so because I'm always allowing you to see the value that I bring, that's what I mean by dating, right? That over time you'll convert. 
And so you've got to keep that in mind. Facebook ads works for some people. Some people doesn't work. Some people might need Instagram. Some people might need LinkedIn, right? That's why it's not cookie cutter. It's looking at who your ideal client is and what works for them. For me, the best way for me is people being able to experience me. And so that's for me is speaking, which I so happen to love speaking. So it works in my, um, my benefit. <laughs> and again, I, I bring up the Facebook ads because I see a lot of people do them, but just because a lot of people do them doesn't necessarily mean it has to be your strategy. You just have to understand the principles and then figure mm-hmm. out the tactics later. A big principle is that dating idea. And Nicole mentions other people call it the whole relationship building thing. Pretty much you produce a ton of free content and then eventually someone becomes your coaching client, someone buys your course, but you do have to keep showing up for people yep. and you could choose. Maybe you start podcasts like this mm-hmm. one, maybe you do a YouTube channel blog, but you do have yep. to keep showing up in front of people and bankrolling your brilliance. It isn't something that happens in an instant. It is something that happens over time. If you do get a big acceleration in results, it's usually because of an acceleration of smart work, not hard work, but smart work that leads to that type of growth. Nicole, I know she helps a lot of people who want to achieve that type of growth and fast track themselves. I know she helps a lot of women. She helps some men too. So with that in mind, where can we go to keep following all the great work you're doing? So you can always go to my website. By the way, there's a quiz on my website. Those of you that don't know where you are in your business, go to my website, NicoleRobertsJones.com. Take the Brilliance Roadmap Quiz. It's free. It'll tell you where you are in your business, what stage you're in, and then it'll give you some more free work to do if you want to figure out where you are and what you need next. So that's one. So NicoleRobertsJones.com. And then I'm big on Instagram. I don't know why I love Instagram. So I'm in Roberts Jones on Instagram because my name was too long. So first initial in Roberts Jones. And then of course, Facebook, I'm NRJ Enterprises with Nicole Roberts Jones. So anywhere you want to follow me. Love to have you with me. <laughs> We've got all those resources in the show notes. Make sure you do take that free quiz because it's always good to get the clarity of where you are and where you're supposed to be heading. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us on Breakthrough Success. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Hey, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. <laughs>